going on, guys? I'm today's show of you kids. we got an awesome show planned for you. We're talking about the future of sports and what that looks like in the coronavirus, the UFC Fight Island, upcoming NFL draft, and we have some final thoughts to wrap it up. So let's go. And welcome to Trophy Kids presented by Bad News Media. It is a day. At this point, they all just kind of run together. It's yeah. Never-ending personal hell. I honestly was planning on coming to the show, just for those of you who may not be aware of the date, it is the 9th. Oh, <laughs> I had to look at that. <laughs> um, I came into the show like, you know, we actually got some stuff to talk about. There's no sports on, but there's sports news out there in the world. I was going to yeah. try to be positive, and then I got hit with a fucking beanbag gun to the chest <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> I forget who it was, but somebody tweeted out that today was supposed to be the start of the Stanley Cups. Let that just sink in for a moment. Playoffs. Could have been. Playoffs. Playoffs. Yeah, sorry. Stanley Cup playoff, fine, yeah. er, playoffs. Fuck. Yes. I had the playoffs. <laughs> that'd be real early. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That'd that's be, fucking tragic. That's super depressing. Um, <laughs> I didn't actually realize it, but now I did. You know, it is. it always does start over, as always. We're recording the night before. It always starts Wednesday. Yeah. So, that's a... Yeah. That's a bummer. <laughs> or it starts Super. Thursday, sorry. <laughs> no, <it> sucks. <laughs> Horrible. In fairness, we normally record on a Tuesday. This comes out on a Wednesday. We're recording Wednesday, coming out Thursday. Yeah, but you yeah. know what day it is. I mean, yeah. personally, you know, just a quick side note, I actually have a three-day weekend this weekend because I work in finance and we're off on Good Friday because the market's closed. I'm not even looking forward to it. I'm like, what am I going to do for three straight days? <laughs> Dude, I forgot about that. I, I also work on the side in finance. And we had a meeting today, and the markets came up, but nobody act, asked, are we still working? So I don't know, actually know if I have a three-day weekend. I think everybody just kind of like was like, maybe we'll just log on and I'll sit there in silence on Friday and just like act. Yeah, like it's so sad. I'm not even looking forward to the three-day weekend. Yeah. Because it's like, what's the point? Like, there are so many people that were supposed to, I was supposed to be off, I was supposed to be going to a wedding next weekend. Mm-hmm. And I just realized I didn't take out the PTO and the time because there's no point of taking that off anymore. Like, it's Absolutely. so dumb. Yeah, no. no. <laughs> we have a weekly meeting and I have to start off with like, so is anybody going anywhere this week? <laughs> and it's like, nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I'm going to- Apologize for the technical difficulties. You won't hear this in the edited version, but there was just a very obnoxious noise in all of our notes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, we're getting sort of off topic, but not really. It's a good side project. Uh, the future of sports. <laughs> Great transition. Yeah. Um, I think it lends itself. There has been – there's a couple leagues out there, and we'll talk about what they're trying to do to get their sports on track. There's the Dabo Sweeney's of the world that are convinced – we are going to have football in the fall. As we mentioned, without even realizing, because we both would have been like normally like, oh, yeah, playoffs start now. It was just been part of our regular team. But because we're in this dystopia, it kind of forgot about it and then hits us like a gunshot. Um, where do you think we are going to be in the landscape of sports coming up here? Because I have a very grim outlook. I don't know if you're as optimistic as some of these people out here. I it honestly depends on the day that you catch me. I change my opinion like all the time. I'm I, I'm definitely more pessimistic. I lean more towards the negative that we aren't gonna have football. I'm def- I have way more days. I, I have way more of those days than days where I actually believe like sports will come back soon. However, I will say within the last like two days maybe, 
I feel like there's been a, a little more traction has gained to where sports could be coming back quicker than I had originally thought. But I'm not all in on that yet. I still lean more towards the uh, – I think football is really at risk. So I have been doing that since the announcement yesterday of this upcoming Fight Island. Dana White's <laughs> Dana White's going Enter Dragon style with the UFC here. Get Bruce Lee back from the dead. Um, which we'll get into in a little bit because that there's a lot to pick over there. But my brain has been going back and forth since then to figure out I have a real pessimistic look on this because I have it as at least contact sports. I don't see a world in which we can have contact sports until there's a vaccine, especially on the college level, because college is already dealing with a PR issue. They're getting there is strong momentum building this country that it is ridiculous that these people are making Donald Duck slimming in coins type of money. While these players aren't getting paid. And then you add on top of that, just say football, for example. They essentially live with each other during training camp. And then during the season, they do as well, where everybody, the hundred of them that are on the team or whatever the number is in college, they eat meals together, they're in meetings together, they're practicing in close contact together, they're sweating all over together, they're showering all together. Just take an offense alignment. All it takes is one offense alignment on one school to spread it to his entire offense and defensive line, mm-hmm. probably, and then put that in a game situation, I mean, it would spread like wildfire. So I just don't see a world until we have that where we get football back. I think we can get the individual sports like golf going, tennis, mm-hmm. things like that. But I am struggling to see a world where we get sports. I think we'll get sports for a very brief moment where they're just going to be like, fuck it, we're trying this. Yeah. And then all it takes is that one person on the team to get it, and then the whole team's got it, or half the team's got it, and it just explodes. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, Which sucks. Yeah, and, and the, the points in college are good, too, just because, you know, these guys, they also live on campus. Um and let's face it, college football players are, I, I would imagine, I wasn't one, but I would imagine they get laid a lot. Um, so... <laughs> That's just gonna spread. Yeah. That's just gonna spread right through the campuses, and then you play like another team. You don't know you have it, and you get there, like you said, you get the other team all infected, and you know the other team's getting laid a lot too. And everyone in colleges, colleges are just being like shut down. I, I really could see that happen. Um, going a little off topic, I don't even know if colleges are gonna go back to school. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's – I don't know. And, yeah, I, I agree with that. But, like, individual sports, yes. Golf, I think, can make a comeback. Um, tennis can make a comeback. I mean, bowling. sports like archery, <laughs> bowling. Darts. You know, you know, darts. That's electric right there. Darts. All the things we're turning the TV on for, so <laughs> – Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. It's not looking it, – it, I'm not super positive. All I keep seeing is, like, take that episode of, like, if you ever watch Blue Mountain State where the whole team got, like, I don't know, gonorrhea or whatever from passing around the pocket pussy and just apply <laughs> coronavirus to that. And that's essentially what I see happening. Um, and here's the other thing. I am no doctor. But from what I've heard, heavier set people struggle with this more because it is a respiratory issue and yes. their respiratory systems are under stress. 
don't know if you noticed, but there are some quite large fellas on a football team. Not all of them are built like Mack trucks and pure muscle. Like, so just putting out there, if a kid dies too, like, it is. I just think the risk reward. I think it gets shut down at least with that. Same with like basketball and all that. Also, there are some um, very large, heavy set coaches, you know, who are older. Yeah. You know, not good. Also, a very good point. We forget, like, like what if Coach O got it? He would just kick it right down, right down a hill. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, but still, I mean, you know, Coach O, what if it, what if it messes with the voice? Well, Coach O is also now ready. He's single and ready to mingle. I don't know if you saw that news too. So I he's did. at risk. At you risk. Think, just even like in the NFL, Bill Belichick's what, like seventy years old? Like, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. these these people. I just, I don't. Until there's a vaccine, I don't think it's gonna happen. Here's the other reality. And even when we do have that, I think it's gonna be slower to come back. Here's the other thing we have to be prepared for. It's gonna be mad awkward i hate that i just said mad awkward it's gonna be weird <laughs> to just watch sports with no crowd yes zero crowd it is that i mean the mic'd up are gonna be hilarious in the nba i wish that were happening because the shit talking would be phenomenal oh. and in the nfl all sports but that is going to be a weird sight to behold it will be weird it'll take some getting used to because it's it's gonna almost feel like we're watching like a, an nba summer league game <laughs> even though the stars are gonna be on the court it's it's going to be weird because I don't think – I mean, I know I really notice crowds when I watch sports. Like, they get me – even when I'm sitting on my couch, they get me very into it and stuff. I don't know if everyone realizes that, but everyone will find out very soon if that's what happens. 100%. I mean, imagine watching Ohio State versus Michigan yeah. with no crowd. Or, or even worse, a random game you bet Virginia Tech versus, like, Pitt in the Carrier Dome, and there's no – Oh, not, yeah. not Pitt, well, Syracuse, in the Gary Dome with no no fans. Well, yeah, think about an 8.30 p.m. game between LSU and Georgia in LSU. <laughs> in Death Valley, no fans. Nobody. <laughs> won't be very, like, I will not – they won't have the same hype even close to it. Yeah, no. I mean it will still be – like we'll still watch and it will still be oh, good. Oh, yeah. But it I'll will be – it's going to be a very big adjustment. When that does, because I think that be overs. Yeah. yeah. Oh, overs. God, yeah. You're very and, casual out there. In basketball, it'd be like summer camp. I feel like, like when you used to go to like basketball summer camps, it's just like your team cheering on and stuff. It's gonna yeah. be. <laughs> like, I think maybe NBA players kind of respond to the crowd. Like they all hate playing defense, but maybe like in tense moments, they actually step up with the crowd. They play like some shutdown. They're playing zippy defense in the NBA. <laughs> no, it's gonna be. Oh. That's going to be interesting. I, It'll be interesting, to say the least. There is one league that is pressing on, though, and that is the UFC, which I actually have a ton of thoughts. First off, the idea of Fight Island, just on principle alone, sounds awesome. <laughs> in international waters, no designated country. We're just flying fighters in left and right. Yes, <laughs> I love it. Awesome. I just don't know how practical it's going to be in this era because – while the UFC is a, a sport that theoretically I think could work because it's not – your teams aren't as big. And you go, Nate, team, what are you talking about? It's one guy versus another guy. Your fight camp team. You bring in fighters to spar with. You bring in striking coaches, grappling coaches. Like there's a big team that supports these fighters. Um, but it's less than a football team or a basketball operation or a baseball team. Right. Um, that kind of thing. The problem I think they're going to run into is not so much that it 
if you have fighters that have tested negative, they can obviously have the fight without fans at the island. The problem I think is going to happen is on the island. It's just it's fucking awesome. I can't even I'll believe we're talking. On the island. Dana White is. I mean, he's crazy. Oh, enough, he's crazy so enough ambitious. Enough. I love him. Yeah. I love him. He is. I know. A lot of people hate him, and he's oh, yeah. given some reasons to probably for people do, but I do too. Like Uncle Dana's out there just slinging it and making things happen. Um, I thought he was going to get a fight done in Russia. Obviously, that's not happening. I don't know where this fight next weekend is going to be, which we can also talk about here in a little bit. But the fight island. Oh, I, I think the problem is going to be fighters testing positive right before fights, though. That's just – like I don't know how they're going to handle that. I guess just have a ton of fighters on deck to maybe step up outside of isolating them on this island. Because fight camps are what? Generally four, six to eight weeks maybe. Um Unless you're going to have really short fight camps or you're just going to isolate all the fighters on this giant island. If it's a giant island, that way they can't get coronavirus. But I don't know how you do that either. Yeah. I there's so many like leagues that have like thought, like pondered, just like isolating everyone. And just, like, you, can't, you can't really do that. No. I think we had that idea. And, oh. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like you said, they would obviously have – I mean – before you start the match, like you literally have to test, like right, like an hour before. You yeah. can't risk it because um, I mean, like you said, you'll get your opponent sick, and then he'll get all his coaches in the corner sick. It'll, it's just like it's not helping the cause at all. But I do think the UFC. I, I mean, it makes sense. They could do it. Yeah, I mean, they absolutely can do it. I think it's just going to be tricky. And the one thing I. <laughs> Also, not a doctor, but I can't imagine your body has a great response to fighting this virus off after it's just been beat to shit. I'm just going to throw that out there that that probably doesn't help. <laughs> so I don't know if that's that's really in the best interest. Yeah, maybe like quarantine on the island like four weeks after getting your ass kicked as well. I don't know. That's what I'm that's, a, that's a really good point. Yeah, like this is what I'm, I'm envisioning. I am envisioning just some giant ass island. And what Dana White's going to have to do is he's going to have to bring in fighters in their fight camps in like four weeks in advance from their fight and just isolate them on the island. Because if, and test them before they get on the island. Because mm -hmm. if they don't, if you're on an island, there's no way you're getting it if everybody doesn't have it and there's only a handful of you there. And then just kind of rotate them in and out. But I don't know. It's going to be a logistical nightmare, but God, if they pull this off, they honestly might become one of the most popular sports in the world because the foothold they'll grab during this time. I mean, it's genius because nothing else is available to watch. So everybody will tune in. And then I don't think they're ever going to overtake like the NFL, but I think they might, we could have a serious conversation if they become a, a big four instead of like the MLB. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. It would be, it would be huge for them if they can pull this off. Yeah. Massive. And they are apparently going to have a fight next weekend, which I guess, I don't know if you saw that fight card. It is awesome. We don't have to spend a ton of time on it. Unfortunately, we're not getting Khabib, Tony Ferguson, which is falling apart. Never happened. Yeah, the trillionth time. I mean, I wrote a blog on this on Bad News Media. Even if he, this, first of all, what Tony's doing, he's an absolute savage. He's now going to be, if he wins, he'll be the only fighter ever to win back-to-back interim belts because he hasn't had a chance to yeah. fight Khabib for the belt, which is ridiculous that he's even risking that instead of pushing it off. And Justin, Ga or Justin Gaethje is a maniac. I mean, that dude is an animal. He's got good wrestling. He drops bombs. Just look up the knockout against Edson Barbosa. I mean, the dude's got a missile in his right hand. Um, but Tony Ferguson's a savage. 
it's going to be a hell of a fight. I'm definitely buying it. I think everybody oh. probably is, but it's like it's an actual legit replacement. It's just not what we were looking for. <laughs> Agreed. It's it, it's not the same because everyone loves watching Khabib, but I mean, I'm definitely going to buy it because I mean, why wouldn't you? Like, there's nothing else to do. <laughs> oh yeah, it's going to be awesome. And oh, yeah. for those those of you who haven't figured out the math and as to why maybe everybody, for those casual fans as to why everybody's saying, well. Couldn't they maybe if Tony wins, can't they just do a fight real quick? First of all, Khabib's only got a couple more fights in him, he says. And here's the real problem. Ramadan starts soon. Khabib does not fight during Ramadan. It doesn't end until May twenty-third. Starts May April twenty-fourth. And then it takes him about forty-five days to get back up to fighting shape, is what he says, because of the fasting and the he takes off kind of his intense training regimen. So the earliest he'd be able to fight again is July the weekend of July eleventh. Who knows what will be at on July 11th, or what the fight world will look like if yeah. Tony Ferguson even wins this. Plus, you got Connor out there and a couple other big time. I mean, the the elusive ghost of if you can get GSP back into the cage, which I don't think is ha- that's a pipe dream. But so it is disappointing that we'll probably never get that fight. But it's going to be an awesome card. Nganu and um, what's his face are in the pro- uh, prelim card. Um, Rashidker, like it's an awesome card. So it'll be a good fight. I think Dana's going to be able to pull it off. Fight Island is going to be awesome if he can do it. But, I mean, what are these state commi- state athletic commissions thinking? Like, oh, fuck, this guy's going to – I keep hitting the power cord. Sorry. <laughs> the state commission's going to be like, shit, this guy's building a private island? He doesn't need us anymore. Exactly. Yeah, like he could just – it'll be massive. Dana's just – Dana does whatever he can. I love – I mean – Thank God for Dana right now. <laughs> yes. I mean, he's going to make money hand over fist. Um, we briefly mentioned it, but the MLB idea to start leagues, because all these leagues are trying to figure it out. That might be one of the dumbest ideas. One, it would probably work, but it's the dumbest in practicality of let's get all of these baseball players in Arizona. Yeah. Let's not allow them to have any contact except for during the game. <laughs> have them sit six feet apart in the stands for four months. Like, I think they might be able to do it maybe a month because there's a lot of money. But can you imagine Bryce Harper being like, yep, I'm just going to post up by myself. No interaction with anybody except for during game time in a shitty hotel in Arizona. Maybe a Marriott. (laughs) Not a shitty hotel. A nice Marriott, we'll say. In Arizona for four months? It's such a bizarre thought. Like, (laughs) I mean, come on. Are you kidding me? Also, were they going to play every single game in the Diamondbacks' dome? Yeah. I have but, no idea. Uh, the the reason the oh. Diamondbacks play in a dome, it gets really hot. <laughs> I <Yeah>. mean, <laughs> that's a good point because I was gonna say no. What they're gonna do is they're gonna use the minor league stadiums, but they can't. Those are outdoors, and in the middle of August, you can't just be playing double headers <laughs> in exactly. Arizona. Bryce is just out there just roasting in the stands, like. <laughs> These dudes who are making millions on millions of dollars who won't even play a game if they've got a splinter. You think they're going to go out there? <laughs> also, you can't see your wives for four months. Okay. Yeah. I mean, mo- most players, I think, will probably be like initially like, fuck, yeah, I'll get away from my kids or whatever. But like after two weeks, they're going to be like, this sucks. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, now, terrible yeah, idea. Yeah, terrible idea. Now, the MLB did have to come out and clarify like, this is just something that's been taught. There's no real like plan set set in place, but still yeah. funny. Um, the funniest idea though of this all, because we are 
like Dana White, but not as creatively, Roger Goodell is pushing through with the draft. I think it is a hysterical idea that we are about to see a bunch of middle to elderly aged grumpy dudes sitting in their basements on a Zoom call drafting players fantasy football style like we schlumps do every fall. <laughs> it is going to be a sight to see. It's going to be real interesting, and I hope the NFL and everyone buys like the most premium, premium option Zoom has. I will say Zoom's worked very well for me. It has for years. I've always used Zoom, but this is like the draft, and I, honestly, how Redskins would it be if the Redskins missed their pick because their Zoom crashed? I mean, <laughs> It's gonna happen. I just know it. They're on an eight-way call. They can't figure out how to call the league without disconnecting everybody to like yeah. get their pick and they, in. And they miss their pick, and the Zoom just crashes. Like Bill see that. Yeah, that would be so Redskins. Bill O'Brien's dumbass forgets to hit mute in between picks and is giving away all the picks they're about to make. Yeah. To replace their 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 amazing wide receiver. That he just traded away. Traded away for peanuts. Yeah, Gruden. Gruden hasn't mute, hit mute in a couple rounds, and he's bitching about not having a pass rusher. Get <laughs> <laughs> find a pass rusher, man. Get find a pass rusher. Because you know that's all that's gonna happen. Somebody's gonna forget to hit mute, and the next pick's gonna come up, and we're gonna hear like Green Bay's on the clock, and the Cardinals are discussing their next pick or something. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be it, – it's a very, I don't know, weird situation going on in the NFL. I'm looking forward to it. I don't think it's going to be fun to watch, but, like, yeah. <laughs> They're also apparently doing, like – I don't know if this is actually going to be a thing, but I could not imagine a dumber thing to do. They're apparently, like – because when players get picked, obviously we've all watched the draft. I don't know why I'm explaining this, but I am. They go up, they shake the commissioner's hand, they hold the jerseys up. Apparently they're going to do that CGI-wise. Like, what the – who the fuck cares? I've never heard that. Why are they going to do that? I saw that on Twitter. I, once again, I think it was Adam Schefter or somebody. I might be throwing him under the bus once again, Adam. Sorry. We won't. If I am, I swear I saw some legit name. And I might be making all this up, but it's somewhere out there. Yeah. That they were going to do, like, graphic packages of players, like, walking up. And I was like, that's the dumbest thing ever. <laughs> One second. Oh, there goes Holograph Chase Young. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, he just dabbed on the commissioner. <laughs> yeah. Like, How dumb would it be if they have him go up and they do the elbow taps? That's <laughs> graphics. And then they... They put some, like, PSA announcement underneath the screen or something. Oh, oh man. Yeah. yeah, that'll be a disaster. I mean, I don't need the holograph shaking. Like, <laughs> even when, like, the skins draft Chase Young, I'm not going to be like, oh, damn it, where's his holograph? Like, <laughs> just show me highlights of him sacking quarterbacks. That's all I oh, want. Yep. Oh, my God. Yeah. The outfits, too. I'm interested to see what the coaches – because I'm, I'm assuming we're gonna have video into these people's like as they're I hope so. Andy Reid's just gonna be so red, just red <laughs> out. Uh, I I wonder if like I bet you there's a couple that don't realize that they're on video camera and are just wearing some ridiculous. <laughs> Bill Belichick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this might be like, the first weakness Bill ever has. Like he has to get involved in the league like 
through technology. <laughs> that finally has an advantage on Bill Belichick. Oh, my God. It's going to be fantastic. Um, also in the world of sports, moving on, the transitions are real slow wow. here today. Um, I don't know where you stand on this. I'm going to call this as the dumbest idea I've seen because with okay. the coronavirus, our brains apparently are melting. There are rumors circulating that ESPN is considering moving Kirk and Herb. Kirk and Herb? <laughs> I was thinking Herb Dean, the UFC wrestler, or the UFC referee in my head. Oh, brains are melting. Kirk and Chris Fowler mm-hmm. moving them to Monday Night Football. Yeah. Dumbest idea I've ever heard. Yeah, I don't love that idea. Just like when I hear Kirk Herbstreet, Chris Fowler, when I hear them talk, I think college football. I just associate them with college football. Also, unless ESPN starts getting some better Monday Night Football games, you know, they're not going to be very good. The, the crew is not – I mean, the crew is not great, obviously, on Monday Night Football, but the games aren't either. I mean, last week – I mean, last year, sorry, weeks two through five, the scores were 23-3, 31-15, 27-3, 31-3. And then – I mean, they also had 33-0, to 37-18. I mean, they just – 45-6. They just have duds a lot of times on Monday Night Football in general. I mean, there was the one awesome game last year, I think, with the Seahawks and the Niners, which was a phenomenal game. But I like Kirk and Chris doing exciting games in college football. That's just, that's just what they – I don't know. That's just what I associate them with. Yeah. I mean, first of all, they are the best at what they do in college. I don't think they would necessarily be bad. I think it would be different, mm-hmm. you know, like in anything when you – it's an aggressive switch. But the broadcast booth is not the overall issue, as you alluded to, in Monday Night Football. Sure, it wasn't great. I thought it was going to be better. (laughs) Um, But it wasn't great last year with the duo they had. But that's not the problem. The product is trash most of the time. We turn it on because there's nothing else to do and we are addicted to football. And to be honest, we're degenerates and are mostly gambling on it. Um, But here's the other thing, because the article didn't allude to it. There's not a lot of details obviously out, but like – what are they going to do with game day then? I don't know if you noticed, but Kirk's a pretty big part of that. Not even to mention just the major game. And it's not every every week. Sometimes he's not doing the biggest game, depending on what network has it. But most of the time, he's doing the biggest game. He is an electric caller at that. He is phenomenal what he does. Same with Chris. They pair well. They are synonymous with college football. This is honestly the dumbest move I think I've ever heard, if they went through with it. Luckily, there's been a big enough uproar. But it's just like, what's the plan then? Because then... You filled Monday night, which honestly is Monday night as profitable as your game day crew in which Kirk, or Kirk is a pretty big anchor of that. And yeah. then your Saturday night primetime game or whatever game he's calling, like that's got to be more money wise. Yeah, I would, I would think it would be more profitable as well. Also, for whatever reason, ESPN has just really been struggling with filling this Monday night football crew. Um the last good one, I mean, Mike Tirico was good. Ever since Mike Tirico left, it's been it's been really tough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who knew Mike Tirico and John Gruden were going to leave such a crater over at ESPN? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, good night. We should have probably had seen that coming given, like, 
John Gruden legit gets a hard on like every Monday night when he was calling, yeah, <laughs> calling football games. And Tarico is very good at what he does as well. But I, yeah, I didn't think it was gonna be as. That's what makes me scared for college football. It's like, right. if it's this hard to fill Monday night, you move them. How hard is it going to be to backfill college football on Saturday? Like to the level that we're experiencing it. I just, I don't know, and I don't see. I watch. We both watch it. Well, I watch a ton of college football. You do watch a good amount too. Yeah. Tell me if I'm wrong, but you're more NFL. Yeah. I don't know a single like I don't like we're gonna put. Joe Klatt's at Fox. Never mind. Yeah, like, I don't know who ESPN's going to go get that's going to no, fill that. That's the problem. I mean, I do think they have some people in-house that they could put in. Yeah, um, that would be bad. Louis Riddick, I think, would be really good as, like, a color commentator. Yeah. Um, but, I, I don't know, maybe he doesn't want to do it. I don't know what to do. Or, I don't know. But, yeah, it's just weird to me that they can't convince someone just, like, or, I mean, I think, I know they would believe they went after Peyton or that might have been NBC but I just can't believe they can't find anyone and I don't think just moving people moving to like borderline legends of what they do into a new role is just creating another problem elsewhere is gonna fix anything well I mean we already expect football to kind of be not as well run as all the other NFL we watched on Sunday so let's just keep it how it is and not just create another problem elsewhere that's a great point. I mean, I would rather have this, especially in college, because I think the or the fans play a bigger role in college than they yeah. do in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Without them, I would want my best A crew in the booth to help try to make that as easy and as smooth of a transition as you can have yeah. for college football. Right. So, like, I don't think – I think college, it would be okay, whoever they got to replace them, but it just wouldn't be as high quality. It's like, it's like picking a steak at the counter versus going back and seeing what the two-day-old chuck is that's on sale. Like yeah. it's still gonna be tasty and good, but it's just not the same quality. It's not what you want. Um, so yeah, it's I got the only if they decided if they went to ESPN and were like, hey, we want to do this, then they've earned that right, and I'll let. I mean, fine, do what you want to do, but I just I can't imagine that. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah, just. Doesn't seem like a good move. Yep. All right. That does it as far as sports world topics. Did you have uh, anything else before we wrap this up? Not a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> I got something. Oh, so, yeah. We might make this a new segment. We'll see. It's uh, since we're alone in quarantine, essentially. Mm-hmm. I'm learning all these new things about the world, about myself. I have learned something truly disgusting from a, gen- or a hygiene standpoint. Yeah. I do a pretty decent job with my teeth. No, I'm not going to say pretty decent job. I brush twice twice a day. usually do a, a rinse. I've recently tried to get better at flossing. Mm-hmm. Did you know plaque smells like some straight-up asshole? It yeah, smells okay. as if you took a turd out of your, like, I don't know, butthole hair that's been sitting <laughs> in there for two days. Oh, it is so gross. I don't know how. I think it was I was doing the pics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And it was like getting, there's a bunch on there. So I did it like after lunch and I just like swiped it off. And then I smelled my fingers later. Oh yeah. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. never got flossing again. Yeah. So here's, here's the thing actually, believe it or not, you know, not making this up at all. I floss every day. Um, I have for about three years. Um, yeah. Floss. Don't smell it after you've done it. It's, 
disgusting. And if you kind of, you know, give it a little wipe before you go to the next tooth, yeah, definitely wash your hands after you floss. Also, as you continue to floss more and more, this is good news. It starts to, like, kind of become so much of a routine that, like, actually, I ran out of floss last night. I'm kind of pissed because I went to the store yesterday. I'm trying to limit going to the store, and now I'm like, I don't have my floss. Like I now, it becomes so much part of your routine that if you don't floss, you kind of feel like you're not doing everything. So just keep going. You'll you'll soon like, it'll be like nothing. Oh, but yeah, it smells horrible, horrible. I could not believe it. I was like, holy! I've been going all these years. Occasionally I'll floss. Usually when the dentist is coming up, I get a little oh, yeah, more into this. Standard. That's what I used to do. And I also don't know how I've got through 27 years of life without knowing this fact. I don't know if it's wild, wildly known amongst amongst human beings, but my, I was horrified. I was like, this is never not happening again. I've been walking around with turds in my mouth, essentially. Oh, yeah, yeah. That'll make you, like, want to, like, floss more. It's like, ew, dude, that's what's going on in there? Like, yeah. Yeah, it's gross. I do it every day after lunch now because I'm working from home, and I do it before I go to bed. It is just... Oh, yeah. In the last also, week. Like, I mean, you know, dentists make up way more money than I make, but man, what a gross job. Oh, dude, there are some, we oh. should do that. Like, top oh. five, maybe not, yeah, like top five dirtiest jobs that you would do because it's paid well. Dentist yeah. is probably up there. Dentist <laughs> is gross, man. You're just in their mouth, and especially these times, and just, oh, it's even worse for the hygienist. Because they're, yeah. they're, they're doing Does all the work. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they do everything. My dentist comes in, he's, he's, he sprays my teeth with air, goes one time on the bottom, goes, good job, keep flossing, and walks out the door. <laughs> yeah. All right. I know that they obviously have gone to medical or whatever their schooling is. It's extensive, and they're very good at what they do. But in my head, because I've never actually really needed serious work done. Uh-huh. I think dentists are the biggest scams in the world because it's the hyg- like you mentioned, it's the hygienist who does all of it, cleans I mean, the teeth. Yeah, they do all the standards. Yeah, they Everything. do all the standards. I mean, I, I have one crown, so I mean, the dentist did do some work there, but the hygienist is right there doing work with them. Yeah. So, but also, I don't know if you, um, you had braces. I don't know. I did. I think you yeah. did. I had braces. My doctor didn't even put them on me. <laughs> The, the, I don't we know, went to the same orthodontist, actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My orthodontist, I think they might be called technicians or something. My technician, she was the one to put them on. <laughs> What's going on? I forgot about that. And they don't even take the molding. There's another person who does the molding and the retainers. Yeah, a whole other person. <laughs> what? I'm like, what, is this, what does this guy do? Oh, that should be we, – we need to come up with a top five for that of just biggest, like, what the fuck do these people do scam type of jobs because oh, that's yeah. – orthodontist, I don't remember him ever doing anything outside of looking at my mouth. Yeah, did nothing. I did nothing. He was, like, very involved in the first um, appointment. I think that's kind of the <laughs> He's sitting there talking to my mom. We're talking. He's talking and chatting. Really nice guy. And, but after that, I mean, I, he never did a thing. <laughs> Oh, great business model. <laughs> yeah, oh, he's got it down. <laughs> found found a true job in life. Mm-hmm. All right. That's what I learned this week. <laughs> That's a good way to wrap it up, I guess. As always, peace. <laughs>